But once again, though, let's get back on subject here. Mike Valeni is your father figure. No, he is not. You love Valenti. Like, remember you were swaggerjacking some of his his bits. That's who you get your swag off of. You're not a father figure. Till the end of time. Let us be your sports father figure on our podcast with swag on SoundCloud and iTunes at WXUTs after further review. Welcome back here on 88.3 WGTs. After further review, last segment here. Oh, David, David, he, his right, phone, yeah. the phone hung up on him. So that's what happened. But David, you, you lose you? Yeah, we lost him. I guess his phone went out. Yeah. Last segment here of the day, and then we get into it. Kicking it with Nay. And he's going to talk about the Nets or the Pelicans. A little NBA talk. Are they for real? Are they championship contenders? David, what say ye, as you like to say? I think between the Pelicans and the Nets, we might have a first, well, I guess depending on how far historical back you want to go. The Pelicans are legitimate championship contenders out of the Western Conference. And it's all a fart. It's all because one player is actually playing basketball for the first time in, you know, four years, three years. I don't know. It's been Zion. a while since Zion, since Zion Williamson. And Coming out of the draft, our biggest concerns were availability and durability. That's always the best. Abi- the best league, ability is the availability. Yeah, and his, we saw, you know, foot injuries early on in his rookie season, mm-hmm. shut him down. Then all the stuff in the offseason about him gaining weight, the jokes about him looking like Charles Barkley, and kind of, we were wondering, kind of, will we actually see him? on the court and if we do can he show glimpses of all the dunks that he did when he was at Duke and really for the first time since that since he was balling out in Cameron Endor like he's this is the Zion that everyone was saying was the next great LeBron James like all the accolades and stuff now again health biggest thing because if he gets hurt Pelicans are you know Charles James is out the window. But I think him and kind of having a veteran in it and CJ McCollum that can kind of help control the locker room when things get too crazy. And Brandon Ingram, who was basically pushed out by LeBron James um, <laughs> once he got to L.A. Like, him and Zion Williamson are a tough one-two in the National Basketball Association. Now, Maybe it's a little bit of prisoner at the moment, but the way that they beat the Suns, who a lot of people still think are one of the three best teams in the West, along with them and Golden State, and Golden State has had some injury problems. But the West is wide open, and so for me, why not the Pelicans if Zion can be this Zion the entire season as we, as everyone said he would be from the moment he came out of South Carolina? Um, the Nets, I've, there's still too much dysfunction. I'm glad Ben Simmons is actually playing basketball again. Again, great to see you, you know, on the court, not having to do too much. Kind of like that big three. I mean, 
they still have to go up against Milwaukee and Boston and Philadelphia. So I still think the Nets, Nets would still have a tougher time for sure. But I think if the Pelicans stay healthy and Zion specifically can stay healthy, I think the Pelicans have a better shot of representing the Western Conference. Oh, I actually had the standings pulled up. And yeah. This is what the West looks like yeah. right now. Oh, Grizzlies are in first place. Yes, I don't think that's a huge surprise. You mentioned the Pelicans. Denver sitting in third. Suns in fourth. Sacramento Kings. Uh, I mean, that's I, a surprise. But I think, haven't the, weren't the Kings kind of hanging around near the top of the West? In the, in the playoff stage of the West, though, they just kind of petered out. Somewhat. But they uh, also have a new coach, though, Mike Brown. Yeah, so I think there's five. The Kings, this might be the year the Kings finally get back to yeah. not being a dumpster fire. Right. Portland's still in there. The playing spots would be Jazz, Clippers, Mavericks, and Timberwolves. Well, Golden State's currently half a game out right now. We know that's gonna change mm-hmm. Lakers are I watched the Lakers live on Sunday against the Pistons LeBron yeah I had, saw yeah I saw you were there yeah AD had 35 LeBron at 33 yeah I mean I I'm not really sure what to make of the Lakers I mean look if if LeBron mm-hmm. and the Brow are healthy then yeah they can win but who knows who's beyond that the rest of the West is Thunder, Spurs, Rockets, mm-hmm. East. The Spurs are bad. Yeah, they're very, they're very bad. Oh. You get, I mean, it's got, it's got to be getting to the point. It's going to be the end of the Popovich era there. Yeah, I, I think so too. I think he might need to move on. I, I don't know if it's a relatability with the players or not. Um, I mean, he he rode the horse as long as he can with you know Tony Parker and Tim Duncan and Ginobili. And, uh, and they had, you know, it shows you that you can only be as great as a coach as long with talent you have. Now, you could make raise the level of players that make them competitive. But at the end of the day, you need the horses to get the wins. And it seems like, you know, Popovich just a few years ago seemed like this great coach. Now it seems like he's petering out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's been one of the best in the NBA. And, I mean, it's kind of a shame that it's basically going out when things aren't going well. True. I mean, looking at the East... He's Boston, Milwaukee, usual suspects. Mm-hmm. Cleveland is up there. Brooklyn, Philly, the Knicks actually seem to be playing decent. Playing spots would be Miami, Indiana, Atlanta, Toronto. Then it's Bulls, Wizards, Magic. The, the Bulls, Bulls have been all over the place. The Pistons, I think, just need to tank. Mm-hmm. Hank for... For Victor, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then the Hornets. I mean, the Pistons, look, I, I was hoping that this would be the year, you know what, they could possibly get in, and mm-hmm. now Cade Cunningham's dead. Right. So that's not going to happen. So I think go to the tank, get possibly maybe you win the lottery, who knows. Those you get, uh, you get, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am. Yeah, with the first pick, or who knows who else is going to be there. I haven't seen any mock drafts, so 
But I'm just hearing a lot of people say Dwayne Casey needs to go. I'm just going to reserve judgment. Mm-hmm. Why? I, I mean, I want to hear it because I, I think he's on the he's on the high. I don't if they go through the year. I understand Kate Cunningham's probably going to have season ending surgery. He is. He already did. Right. I don't think Casey comes back. You just it's just something. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think don't, so either. There's a spark missing, and I don't think it's fair to him. I think he's a a, a great coach. He did a great job in Toronto, but. Detroit just doesn't have it. They just don't. And, yeah. And it's something not translating. But, I mean, I'm not sure, like, who who they're, who they're going to end up bringing in. I mean, I don't think there's anybody on staff that's basically like that Nick Nurse who could kind of get you over the hump. Well, that's well, not even that. Is, I, Nick Nurse, here, here's the thing. Don't believe the Nick Nurse hype. Nick Nurse, think about it, got lucky with Kawhi Leonard getting traded there. For De- De- DeMar DeRozan. And he's got an NBA championship. You know, he didn't blow it, but he had talent. And people are, and, and that's the thing I think where Dwayne Casey didn't get the fair shake. I think if Dwayne Casey would have had Kawhi and he failed to win the championship or get there, then I say, okay, you blame that on Dwayne. But you get rid of Dwayne and you bring in this guy and you already had a culture and a system set up. You just needed that one guy to get you over the hump and he got it. Now everyone thinks Nick Nurse is a great coach. Mm. Steve Kerr approach. Similar, similar. I, uh, no, I think Steve Kerr's a great coach because he's continually been doing it for year in and year out. Now the, the, the Warriors are struggling a little bit, but he went through the struggle and then came back and got a championship. I can respect that more with that coaching than someone just getting in there and, and getting it. Coaching is so subjective to look at, but I, I, I've never really, I, I need to see more from Nick Nurse. And if he could have gotten the, you know, ever since the talent's kind of dried up, where have the Raptors been with Nick Nurse? Yeah, they've just been, had a fringe playoff team. Right, exactly. You know, if he could have got him in the middle of the pack or still competing in the East, I'd be like, okay, cool, but he's not been doing that. So let's pump the brakes on that. But Dwayne Casey, the, the the Pistons have a decent roster. Maybe if they had Cade Cunningham, they would have won Sunday night against the Lakers. But there's something missing with that roster. It's not well put together. Keep going. Yeah. So I mean, I, I mean, I'm really not sure. I, mean, I think really what the Pistons need is they need an adult in the room because they're incredibly young. Mm-hmm. True. Well, I, I have I have a name. I'm just going to throw it out there. We do. We just mentioned him. Is this a job that Coach Popovich would want to take in Detroit? I doubt uh, it. No. But I mean, by an adult in the room, I, I say a player. I mean, someone who's a veteran. Because this is this is their depth chart right now. You got Killian Hayes early in his career. I mean, everyone's saying, oh, he's a bust. He's actually been all right. Jaden Ivey, rookie year. I mean, they got uh, Bogdanovich. Okay. I mean, right now he could be, but I still think you need a, a, somebody else there. Their beef stew. I mean, dude, the guy play. The guy plays hard. He's an energy guy. He's not a starter. Or Jalen Duran. Again, he's a young guy. He look at other guys. Corey Joseph. Just nice piece to have on the bench. Alec Burks. Nice bench piece. Sadiq Bay has kind of fallen off. Kevin Knox, and he, hits, he hits he hits a couple of jumpers here and there. Yeah, 
And then Marvin Bagley, mm. I think injury, he, injury prone, and then yeah, he really give he's you a lot made of, of Legos, right? Then doesn't give you a lot of project, uh, pro, a lot of um, production when he is in. I see a point there. And I mean the rest of the team, he Rodney Magruder, who I, I was like, wait, he's still here. <laughs> Hamadou Diallo, eh, it's kind of falling on the rotation. Not bad, he's a fall out, but not bad. Yeah. Nerlens Noel, I'm surprised mm. isn't dead yet. No, no offensive production. I, I figured he. I, I've never seen the, the hype with him, but it is what it is. I guess because he's tall, he could be a defender. Yeah. So I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what Troy Weaver does come trade deadline. I think Bogdanovich might be your best piece to possibly trade away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Like, who else you're going to sell off? I mean, unless right. you get, unless you. You sell off who you got from the Knicks, which he basically took out uh, Leon Rose's recycling with mm. Burks and Knox and Noel. I mean, I'm not sure. But it, also, it also depends on who the coach is. Are they going to have a new coach by the trade deadline? Because you don't want right. to have a new. You don't want to go past the trade deadline and then like, oh, we're going to fire Dwayne Casey now, and then you kind of have a lame duck coach for the rest of the for the rest of. The, in the last two months of three months of the year, I think. So, well, I think the change is going to be made uh, in the off season. Because I mean, I don't think this, I don't think this team is going to win anything. And hey, right now, and plus, I mean, and for one, I don't think that Casey is some toxic a hole coach. No, I mean, no, you, no. I mean, if you no. have that, if you have that matter where you have a coach is just a, just toxic. It's just a bad. Mix of players, yeah. It, it's it maybe poor drafting. It, it just the pieces don't fit, and they're only one game up on the Charlotte Hornets, who is also bad. So I mean, it'll it's, be it's a young, young team. Yeah, yeah. Killian I mean, Hayes. Yeah, it'll, it's good. I mean, look, I think I think at the end of the season, Dwayne Casey is unfair. Is probably going to end up uh, getting pig slipped. Mm-hmm. And we'll see what happens draft-wise, free agency, trades, and all that stuff. Anything else, David? Nope, it's going to be a mad dash, hopefully. So basically what are you saying? Wait a minute. So Nets are fourth in the East right now. New Orleans Pelicans in the second. You're going to, I'm guessing you're going to think the Pelicans are going to actually be a actual contender over the Nets, right? Yeah, they're they're more likely to be a contender in the West than the Nets are in the East to actually represent the, their conference in the finals. Okay. And why? Is, is Zion's actually playing basketball? But what if Zion gets hurt? Just hypothetically. Oh, then they're then they're you know they're down with oh, the Lakers. Oh, they're down with oh, so it takes one player. I mean, even though they, they they made the playoffs without Zion last year, yeah. I mean, they they made playoffs, and yeah, that's when Brandon Egram played out of his mind, and that's where I think a lot of people were like, "Hey, this guy's good." He, if he was still in L.A. backing mm-hmm. up Anthony Davis, the Lakers would be doing something. And then I think, I think for me, we were just talking about like a young locker room or a youngish having a veteran like C.J. McCollum come in and kind of help help. I don't want to say build culture, but kind of help with the young guys 
kind of pushed through and, and they had a magical dream run. I think, yeah, just like with Memphis, the John Moran factor made them like with Dallas and Luca. Like if Luca gets hurt, Dallas is Dallas is underneath the mm-hmm. playoff round. Like, like they're 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 bad. Right. Memphis in not so much because I think that core is still and we've seen a like when Ja goes down the up the core group like the grindhouse gets crazy and then they just clamp defensively. But I think like I don't think they're going to be completely out of the playoffs. I think they drop to a play in tournament team without Zion, which is where. And, you know, that seven, eight, mm-hmm. nine kind of seed. They're, so, they don't, they're certainly not getting home court. I'll say that. Whereas mm-hmm. the Nets, I think, they could easily be number one overall seed. They could easily be, you know, number seven. Like, mm-hmm. they're the Nets. Right. Um, what about the Lakers? Your thoughts on them? Just real quick. Struggling. It's like they don't want to get rid of Russell. Russell Westbrook, and it's like they're just hovering around. I mean, they're under 500, but it seems like to me, and everything's got to be perfect for them to run off a lot of games in a row to win. It's just going to look like they're going to be around 500 the whole season. Yeah. Like, the Russell thing is just great because he's playing decently well in this streak. Mm-hmm. But it's also AD's balling out of his mind. LeBron's playing, like, their quote unquote big three are playing out of their mind right now. And all it takes is, again, Anthony Davis to get hurt, and then it's like, well, or it takes Russell Westbrook having an off night or two, or them wanting to quote unquote switch things up and move Russ back into the starting lineup and kind of messing with the chemistry and everything. Like they're they're a train wreck waiting to happen, and everyone's looking at LeBron James like, Sam. You did this. You fixed this. Oh. And you can't trade anyone because they don't have any draft picks for the next 30 years. Cause you got rid of them all. all. Yeah, that is true. them all away. Oh, man. Well, David, thanks so much like, once again. Uh, I, taking an early look here. I mean, we've already gotten through almost 30 games right now. And it's almost close to Christmas. Everyone thinks that the NBA season doesn't start till Christmas anyway. Ha, ha, ha. Um, but... That's not a bad recap, and I'm looking at it, and you're right. I think the one surprise for me is the Cleveland Cavaliers being third in the East. But Donovan Mitchell, he dropped 41 the other night, or actually on Friday night. And this team looks good. This this is the team, I think. So the Nets is the team that can compete. Yeah, I think Donovan Mitchell is a huge, huge upgrade. I know we talked a little bit about in the offseason. Three games Donovan back at first. is is Donovan Mitchell is perfect for that mm-hmm. franchise. Because he's a veteran, he's able to help with the young guys, and he's a scorer, mm-hmm. which we've talked about. And Derek, I know you had your thoughts about you know when they drafted guards that basically play the same position and can't no chemistry and then all that stuff. Um, how that just didn't work. But yeah, I think Cleveland Cleveland is what Detroit wants to be. If yeah, were you if saying that I was that saying one, that I didn't think the guards would met, mesh or what? What happened? With the Donovan Mitchell trade, when uh, I'm blanking on the name, not Garland, um, um, Sexton, 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 yeah, yeah, he got traded. He got traded to Utah. Yeah, like so when Sexton and Garland were playing together, you're like, eh. 
like it, it, it didn't, if I'm remembering correctly, that backcourt, there was still, you're hoping for like another score. There wasn't, it wasn't scaring you. It was like, eh. no, it wasn't. It, 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 and not to mention, Section was kind of hurt too, and Garland had injuries and too, too. But when they played, they played pretty decently. But let's be honest, Mitchell's a little bit of an upgrade over Colin Sexton. Still a, a great player, but you know, Donovan Mitchell's a little bit better. Yeah, yeah. And so I think, yeah, Cleveland, Cleveland's where Detroit wants to be, and they're that one piece. Like if Detroit gets that one piece, that veteran piece that we were talking about earlier. They they could be like Cleveland because they have all the young pieces around them. They have that young core. I mean, and then feeling is nowhere to go but up. But yeah, a trophy. You know, maybe they get to conference finals. Wouldn't be out of the cra- Wouldn't be out of the imagination. Yeah, that's true. Huh, final thoughts, Frank. Well. I think uh, we have an update from uh, Vikings Colts. It's now thirty to nothing. Mm. Yikes! Ooh, good thing we put our picks in. Did you pick Vikings? I think we all did. Mm, mm, mm. That's why I said sometimes gotta get those picks in. All right, David. So you didn't done that, and once again, I think that was a good, a good discussion there about M- NBA basketball. I haven't done that in a long, long time because we haven't had really time and not really a lot of. I guess NBA talk was being come up only in the thirty games. But what you got going on this weekend? You know, you know, college football, pro football, World Cup football. We'll have a, a lot rocket. Of, lot of football, right? We we'll have a rocket recap hopefully next week with the Rockets and the Boca Raton Bowl. Yeah, hopefully beating Liberty. Hopefully. Ideally, it'd be nice. Yeah, it'd be nice. And then and maybe then Jason Candle will see what his direction. According to some people, oh, we do have a final. Louisville beat Cincinnati twenty four seven in the Wasabi Fenway Bowl. Mm-hmm, okay, nice. Oh, the one that's about to kick off is the Las Vegas Bowl, Florida, Oregon State. Mm. That'll be so. Hey, Northville. I, I, I although I I like the Beavers in that one. You like the Beaver? Okay, leave it to Beaver. Yeah. Well, we're talking about the Oregon State Beavers. David, man, have a good weekend, man. All right, see you next week. Yep, that was David, the man that got Harris here on 88.3 WGs. As a further read, what you got this weekend, man? Uh, Your voice seemed like it's going to be getting back stronger through the show where mine was getting a little weaker. Yeah. Hopefully I'll be sounding better next week. I believe we're going to have to actually record on Friday since Saturday's Christmas Eve. So? We come on up here and open some presents. <laughs> well, we'll have stuff. We'll have plenty of stuff for you. I mean, I've, next week I've got basketball. We're like I mentioned, we're home against Whiteford. Then we're on the road at Tecumseh. Mm-hmm. Got to go to the jungle on Thursday. The jungle. Yes, that's Tecumseh's gym. The jungle. Okay, okay. Tough place to play though. Mm-hmm. That small town hoops. Oh yeah, you gotta love it. Mm-hmm. Anything else, Frank? Uh, I don't. That should do it. Are you, are you blowing the whistle anywhere, or going to be on the mic? I'll be on the mic Tuesday night. Uh, for who? Uh, Bedford as they play Whiteford. The girls or boys? Boys. Oh, so you coach and do the mic. Um, I'm a, Well, I mean, I kind of do some behind-the-scenes stuff. I mean, obviously. Social I, media guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, nice. Well, Frank, man, like I said, have a, have a really good weekend. We'll try to see. We could do a Friday show or maybe do a Christmas Eve special. You know, I say do it on Friday because it's festivus, and then we can possibly do some airing of grievances with our local teams. Or you just want to you just want to put a coal in somebody's stocking. <laughs> Maybe I do. 
we'll find out next week. All right. That was Frank Basher for David and Frank. I'm Derek Lawson, the presentation of 88.3 WGTs. After further review, we'll see you when we see you. Coming up next, kicking it with Nay here on the radio side. But for the podcast side, just keep listening to the segments. Peace, we're out.